You're listening to Huddle Up with Josh Kelsky. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Huddle Up. I'm Josh Kelsky, and today we have a great show. We are talking about the Miami Marlins, what they've done well, and what they're going to improve on as we watch this season move on. Still very, very early into the season. They've only played 27 games out of the 160. Um, They have been improving game by game, and that's very nice to see. This is a young team. Remember that. Very young team that has plenty of opportunity to improve over the course of the season. Let's start off looking at last year's schedule till now and this year's schedule um, at the same point. So last year, the Marlins um, won just a few games more than they have now. Um, The Marlins have eight and they won 11. So they're obviously not improving. They're They're not playing exactly as well, which you don't expect. But... They are improving. They have had a pretty hard, very hard schedule so far. As um, they've played teams like the Phillies, the Nationals, the Indians, um, and the Cubs. And that's that game is coming up. So they, those are good teams. Uh, Nationals are not performing as well as they have in the past. But teams can start off with a few rough games. Now, last night, the Marlins uh, the Marlins played the Philadelphia Phillies in Philadelphia. So, a great environment there for all Phillies fans. The Marlins were losing at one point, 10-1. to 1. Look a few innings um, past that. It was 9-11. The Marlins scored nine runs. That shows you that they have fight. That's the most important thing in baseball. They were down by a lot very early in that game. And uh, there was a 20-minute in, uh, inning that the, Philadelphia, that the Phillies had. Um, and they, the Phillies took control of Trevor Richards, who had an off day. But you can have one of those every once in a while. And um, you saw some Phillies fans were leaving the park like this game is over. It wasn't over. You can't tell me that this is a bad team when they're down 10-1 to and score 9 runs. That is not a bad team. This is a young team that is improving every day. The one thing that I've noticed from the Marlins is that uh, the bats aren't alive just yet. They're becoming alive, as you saw, as they lost 9-12 to yesterday. But they are improving. That's the most important thing. The Marlins are improving. They're not expected to be amazing this year. But they, I have seen so many improvements already. And I've, shown, I've seen what, um, what Derek Jeter has done with the team. He didn't like how they were hitting. What did he do? He fired the hitting coach. There you go. Promoted the assistant hitting coach, and now the Marlins are hitting all of a sudden. They beat the Nats 9-3 to 
just just a week ago and um they had a couple of a bad stretch of a few games and then they beat Cleveland 3 to 1 that's a very good team and then they beat the Phillies 3 to 1 so they're winning games in the series they were getting swept a lot earlier this year um but now they they're coming together, and that's something I like to see. I like to see the Marlins make this two-two uh, uh, series today at one p.m. as they take on the Phillies for the last uh, the the last time they'll meet for a few weeks. And then uh, they play Cleveland once again. They finish that two-game series. Uh, that will be at home, and uh, they play the Braves. Which that I'm actually going to one of those games, the one on May the fourth. So this isn't an easy schedule. The NL East is really good right now. But here are some things that I'm taking away from the Marlins' wins and their losses. First of all, let's start with the losses. Their starting pitching has been pretty good, and. Um, that's nice to see, as it hasn't always been that good. But they're improving. Except for last night's loss, where Trevor Richards had a really bad game. You'll get over that. The starting pitching has been fairly decent. In the past few games, look at the games that the Marlins have won. When the Marlins beat the Braves very early in the season... They only gave up two runs as the Marlins scored four. So, low-scoring game when they win. You go to the Phillies win. They won 10-3 to that game. Only gave up three runs. You want to keep your wins. Uh, you don't want to keep your opposing teams below three or below runs a game. You can do that. You're going to win, hopefully. Then you look at the win against the Nats, 3-2. to two. Once again, keeping them under three runs. The Nationals, the what that win was nine to three. Three runs. Go to the Indians, win, three to one. Once again, keeping it under three. Phillies win when they want beat the Phillies just a few days ago, three to one. So all of the Marlins wins. I've come off of great pitching, obviously, and scoring runs. There's not one game that they have won when they've given up three or more guns, uh, three or more runs. There just hasn't been a game, and that shows me that their pitching has been very good. They're maintaining the lead. They're fighting back, but they have kept all of their opponents that they have beaten under three runs. That is pretty amazing for this Marlins team and that's a good thing to see now if the Marlins would start getting the bats alive which they did last night although they lost this team will excel the relief pitching started off horribly to this season I'll admit it huge Marlins border but the relief pitching hasn't been good and the, the starting pitching started off not as well but they're improving. Caleb Smith has been the Marlins' best pitcher so far. And he's leading the Marlins to some victories. But 
let's you look at a picture picture like Wei and Chen, who is a veteran who's supposed to be very very good. Every game he's pitched in, except yesterday, has been horrible. He's given it. He's given up home runs in most of those games. You're a relief pitcher. Your one job is to not give up any runs. You can't give up a home run in the almost every game that you've played in. Now, yesterday, a sign of improvement. Yesterday, Wei and Chen got some innings out of the bullpen, and he was finally able to have a good game. This is what I'm going to keep bringing up throughout all my mom's podcasts. Improvement. That is improvement. Hopefully, we'll see some more of that today. Now, I want to go to some of the Marlins players that have really caught my eye. Jorge Alfaro, behind the plate. He was acquired in the JT Realmuto trade to Philadelphia. He is an amazing fielder. He's an amazing hitter, but he's still young. Sometimes you'll see him swing at a pitch that he shouldn't swing at. He's young. He's improving. He has a bunch of home runs to start this season. That is really nice to see. In his first season with the Marlins, he already has five homers. That is really, really good for a new player. He is my player that you should watch for the next 10 years on the Marlins. He has power. He has baseball IQ, but he is young. When you're not newish to the league, you're going to make stupid mistakes. He's made several of those stupid mistakes by swinging at balls that uh, swing at balls which were balls instead of strikes. But he's improving. He's leading the Marlins to victory. And he certainly left the, let them fight it out last night. I would definitely watch him in the future. Then you go to a player like Martin Prado who's hitting in the 300s. He's a veteran. He's a team leader for this Miami Marlins ball club. He's hitting very, very well. He is making contact. He doesn't strike out a lot, and he is hitting those line drives, oppo, and he'll pull some. He is also a player to watch. He's going to be the Marlins team leader for the next few years. And then you go to Lewis Brinson, very young, center fielder. His fielding ability is amazing. He's got strength in his arm. He can throw that ball all the way to home if he has to. He has not been hitting well. He had a slump, but he will work hard to get out of that slump. He's a young hitter. He will improve, and hopefully we'll see that improvement very, very soon. Then you look at a player like Curtis Granderson, who's hitting very well. He was acquired in the offseason. He has been... An amazing inspiration to a lot of Marlins, especially Lewis Brinson. Now you go to a player like Brian Anderson, who has incredible fielding ability. He'll play third base and right field. He can do all of it. He is hitting very, very well. He has power. He has the speed. He is going to be another very, very bright player for this Miami Marlins ball club.
Main thing to take away from this point in the season, they are improving. They only have eight wins, but that's only seven wins ahead of uh, of the Phils. And they're over 500. So the Marlins have improvement. They have, no, Excuse me, they have improved. They are going to be a good team. Just give them another year or two. I guarantee you in two years they will be a playoff contending team. This is an exciting ball club. Very young and exciting. Once these bats start hitting and once these pitchers start throwing good innings, this is going to be a very good team. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Josh Kelsky, and we'll see you next time on Huddle Up.